Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Ed, it's season three, episode six. We've got the man among men in the house tonight. So everybody who's been waiting around, the, your patience will be paid off. Charles Mini Drag Bike in the house, Eddie. Yay! <laughs> I think when I look back, Ed, Charles was here once or twice, and they by far were some of the highest viewed shows mm -hmm. that we've had. Yep. So I'm looking forward to talking to you, Charles, a little bit later on. Before we get started talking about Charles, I want to uh, I want to dedicate tonight's podcast to my main man, Michael. Michael's out there in uh, FLA, and he's uh, turning a new page. So uh, full speed ahead, brother. No looking back. Good luck to you. And I want to thank all the folks who also sent in some nice wishes for Boom Boom's birthday. You know, she turned 49, Ed. Damn, I wish I was 49 again. Yeah. Well, she... It's 49, but it's really not 49. She's just going to stick on 49. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So happy birthday, Linda. And thanks, everybody, who sent in those uh, lovely birthday wishes to her. I want to also uh, recognize all of our sponsors. You know, the Pioneer guys continue. They continue to hang in there with me. Just when a normal sponsor would bail out, Ed, right? We're still not finished with the bike. There it is. We've got the Rutman Pioneer bike. This is the giveaway for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, which will be October the 13th this year here at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. But we're getting close. What I hate to do is exactly what I'm doing, Ed. And I'm telling the guy, don't worry, we've got a lot of time. We've got a lot of time. And then what ends up happening? <laughs> we run out of time. Yep. So I'm going to do that again. We're going to roll out to F&B. Uh, but thanks, Pioneer, for hanging in there with us. Uh, CRC's back with us. Thank you. In fact, Charles was asking. It's like, hey, where's my, where's my brake clean? Where's my, um, <laughs> where's my carb clean? Where's my knocker loose? Uh, knocker loose. That went quick. Uh, I got some knocker loose. Do oh, you? you do? <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. It's yeah. Knocker loose and degrees or engine degrees. Yeah, I've got some of that up there, and I've got some stay lube too. But uh, CRC's back. I want to thank them for all their support. You know, we love their product. You can tell by what everybody's saying. So we'll be looking forward to uh, giving out some free CRC. In fact, my main man Ian Cordova, who's up there, he's into sprint cars and go karts, right? Anything that hooks a left. That's circle track racing, right? So he's got his uh, nephew or some young, young, cool kid that he's been getting into racing for the longest time, and they're looking for a little CRC love, so we'll put together a little goodie bag for them. Thank all of our sponsors from Go-Kart USA. Uh, Tim, Tim's back. Everybody who uh, has been trying to get a hold of Tim these last few years, uh, good luck at it again, but he is back in the office. I read in a post yesterday, Ed, some guy was trying to get a hold of Tim. He said he called like 25, 30 times. So, uh, Good it, luck. But it, it's, <laughs> and you know, I find it ironic because I don't see like Tim being the guy where like when the phone rings, the number comes up and like he knows it's Charles or he knows it's you. Like, but these poor guys that say they call 30 yeah. times. Well, the, they have the number to the business you know but i have the number two's actual <laughs> cell phone. so there well so well maybe charles maybe charles you can help these guys out a little bit later in the show because getting a hold of tim it, yeah. it hasn't been as hard as i i heard it is so we, we apologize for those of you who have uh who have not had a chance to get a hold of tim but i will tell you this i've got some of his decals and he did what i finally did you know we got smart ed and we went with the smaller decals Instead of these huge decals that we tried to put on a stupid little mini bike, right? Yeah. So everything's small. We've got, I found the ones from Ralph. In fact, I want to thank Ralph, uh, Rafa from GTS for uh, coming out 
and a guest starring on last week's podcast. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Ed? Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, he um, he was he was uh, right to the point. I love that about him. It was nice to see D Racer showing up as well. Those two guys together were doing some nice things. In fact, afterwards, he even mentioned that he he had forgotten to give you some props, Charles. So you know, Charles is used to this by now because it's apparent. Even when I thought about Charles coming up here. Like, who did I talk to when I was first doing the event? I started talking to guys like you, but we just talked to Charles. You know, I was doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. Who did I call first? Charles. Yep, with you. And it is, it keeps going that way. Yeah, it, normally you, you had asked uh, who would be a good guest or whatever, you know. Who, ha who, 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 who would I need to be there? Yeah. If this thing was going to have some legitimacy. And so I was like, you know. You know, Ralph, GTs, George, Daryl, or whatever, you know, the local guys, you know, that, that's into uh, the hobby. You know? Well, that was uh, what I was getting at, Charles. In fact, it was a good way, literally, to, to set up my intro. Uh, folks, with us tonight is, uh, and it's unedited, and he's here with no other uh, guests uh, joining us this evening, unless someone comes rolling down the driveway. You know, Ed, you never know who will come down that driveway. I know. I was going to come down that driveway with another mini bike, but I, <laughs> I was too lazy to load it up. You know, the coming down the driveway, it's kind of like, there's, it's symbolic. We used it with the opening for the podcast. We uh, always wait <laughs> like, like puppies here for people to come down the driveway. And you particularly, I love it, but like today... Uh, I was getting ready. It was getting like 10 after 5. Usually e usually E's here about 5, right? So it's like 10 after 5. I ain't going to start calling and texting his ass, but I'm getting nervous, right? And she said, he's coming down the driveway now. So that whole coming down the driveway, it's like fucking Santa's coming down the kitchen to me. So uh, Charles has rolled down the driveway tonight. He's with us, uh, and he's brought some goodies. Uh, he's brought a small block. Uh, at first, I thought that was a cutaway. We've got a, a big block. We've got two engines to talk about. <laughs> We've got uh, him, his whole... His whole undivided attention here for the podcast. So if you have questions, go ahead and send them in. We're going to probably check them at the break. We're going to be giving away a small engine cam from Iski, like we always do. And I think the folks from Go Power USA wanted to give something away. But they're in Texas, and they're, they're already out. In fact, everybody's out riding already. Uh, they're riding in. They just had a big event in uh, Michigan. I think it's pronounced Oobly. Is it? Ubly. All these names is fucking tough for me. Ubly, ubly. Ubly. So I was calling it ubly, and I had to go back and edit that sorry post. I could have stuck an E in there. But if anybody wants to give us some numbers on uh, ubly, like how many bikes were out there, and if you had any anything worth of note. In fact, you can't look yeah, it up in the you know that they've been inviting the me to come out here. Well, we're going to be yeah. we're, we're we're going on tour <laughs> this summer, so your dance car is going to be pretty full. So, with that said, guys, if you have if you have questions for Charles, bring him in. Uh, and thanks again, like I said, Ralph, for uh, doing a great job on the podcast last week. I'm trying to get Dave Miller on this month. Our next podcast, if you want to mark it down, is the 27th, I believe, of June. It's on a Wednesday right here, Facebook Live, 7 p.m. Pacific. Tell a friend. And if you had missed any podcast and you're bored and you'd like to check them out, you can go to YouTube, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, and check those out while you're there. Hit subscribe. Do whatever you want. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We've got a website. We've got a date for the event. It's the 13th of October, so check it out. Mark it in your calendars. Jesus Christ. Ed, I hadn't seen you in two weeks. What have you been doing? Working. That's it? Working, catching up on some stuff at home, trying to get a mini bike ready for the show. 
Well, how have you recovered, literally, from the gallbladder? That's been oh, a, yeah, a month? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Isn't that something like a month they reach into your gut and <laughs> fucking you're here, perfect? Yeah, it's no problem now. Really? Yeah. Did you lose weight? That's what everyone says. It looks like you did, in a good way. Maybe I'm just buying a bigger T-shirt. <laughs> Maybe they took out uh, something else when they taken out your gallbladder. I don't know. I think I lost maybe 10 pounds. Good. Yeah, you look good. Truck's running okay? Yeah. Good. Well, um, Karen Krause wants to send your best, or her best. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I send mean, her a seat to a poster. Yeah, I send her examples of my seats. Because, you know, she does all these really, really cool seats. In fact, if you need a seat, you should probably check her out. How do they get a hold of her? Um, they can get a hold of her on Facebook, or yeah. they can get a hold of her on OMB as Manchester One. There you go. I was showing her some of the seats that we had done, and she does some good stuff. She oh, had, yeah. Yeah, you have to have her build some stuff for us. Yeah, she just did a Bonanza MX seat for me. Can't I saw Bonanza it. MX for sale online. I've been snooping around. You know, I get this thing called Barn Finds. It's a, um, it's a social media website, and they send you daily posts when you subscribe. You subscribe for free. It's called Barn Finds. Check it out. And it's uh, barn finds, literally. And it could be any kind of car. That's not so much motorcycle, but there are some, but it's cars. Old dusters, demons, you know, Broncos, all kind of cool cars. And they send you these posts. And, like, I don't want to give the idea away, but goddamn, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. So, anyways, uh, enough about all those ideas and all that sponsor stuff. We do love them. But I was getting to go, par- uh, go Power Sports. Uh, dot com. They too were going to give something away. They're going to give away a Coleman, specific for you Coleman guys. And there seems to be a, a bunch of you out there. Uh, in Texas, particularly, it's a it's a hop up kit. It's a pipe, and it's a uh, uh, a carb hop up kit. Uh, some different jets, and it also is uh, an air filter. So we'll be giving away the small engine cam as well as the cool kit. And then finally, before we get into our main man for tonight. Uh, I want to introduce a new segment, Ed, and I apologize because I hadn't had a chance to really talk to you about it. I was playing Big Shot, taking a shower before we came out there, and I didn't get a chance to get here early enough. But solo, Brian, Franquez from F&B, mm-hmm. we're going to go solo. And if you'll notice, we started to get some questions about, like, optimum engine heat and, you know, uh, questions that were beyond some of the, a- the average oh, questions that we would get. Yeah, so w- I thought we'd take advantage of not only guys like Charles, but guys like Brian and others. And I know when you get Brian, you also get Frank. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a, a, a program called Ask Solo or Going Solo, whatever one Solo <laughs> likes, right? And Charles will, Charles will be sending in some uh, questions. And, yeah. and, and Brian will be selecting both the winning question as well as a, a, a second question, and we'll be giving away a stage one F&B pipe. And you know how that's going to go. Once we start giving away one pipe, we'll be giving away two pipes. So that's going to be uh, coming up. Uh, for those of you who have a question specifically for Brian, uh, maybe that question is more specific in nature. You can go ahead and plan on that starting next week, the 27th. Cool. And that's brought to you by our friends at F&B Racing. Damn, Charles, that was a mouthful, huh? You all right? Thanks for you got it all in. Well, <laughs> we did. You're on the phone. I'm assuming two things. You're either already working on a sale of one of these engines oh, no, for tomorrow. No, I'm, I'm sending the link out. People like, send me the link. You know, I know they it. They never seen it. And I still it. get it. It's like, what time is it? It's a, what, what, what's face page? It's like, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. By now, check it out. Um, well, for those of you who are listening, uh, uh, 
join me in welcoming again Charles Mini Drag Bike Mosley. And he likes it all at once, the Mini Drag Bike all at once, because it's easier, you said, for to be yeah. found online, right? Everybody likes to separate it. Yeah, I, I did And that. then that's like kind of way, it, it, it come up with way too many searches. But if you put it all together, yep. it's a little bit more specific. You're putting it all together with your Laker hat. Now, you got black and yellow colors. We're, that's a Dodger hat. It's the a Dodgers. Dodgers with, no, what color? That's the Pittsburgh. Is the, it's, it's the a color pirate. of Pittsburgh, okay. but this is actually uh, Long Beach. Long Beach uh, dirt bags. All right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a Long Beach dirt bags uh, night at uh, Dodgers, and so they were giving the hats away. That so. fits you well. I uh, hooked you up earlier. You know, you're, you're one of those guys where I had to go and make a special effort when I was ordering T-shirts because I can't just get away with these XLs and extra, extra yeah. large. I got to go extra, extra, <laughs> extra, and even hit it yeah, once. I need three Xs. Unless, you know, I lose 10 pounds, I can get in a 2X. Well, we hooked you up, Ed. Yeah. Uh, out of the nine remaining limited edition. In fact, folks, they're available. They're $20. Evil Ed limited edition uh, T-shirts, and you get the, uh, the patch as well. He probably autographed it. But I had an XXL of Ed size and a triple XL of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. They seem to both fit you perfectly. So, uh, E, you were representing. We were out there voting. You had the Evil Ed shirt on. How'd that get over? Any... any you startle any voters when you're out there with the Evil Ed shirt? No. No? No. It was crowded, though. People were out there voting. <laughs> well, I don't know if you were out there voting in Long Beach, Charles, but, you know, I always thought, for some reason, I always thought you were Linwood. Yeah, I was in Linwood for years, you know. I'm in Long Beach. I've been in Long Beach now for about a year, I would say. Huh. A year and a half. So we... We all follow each other online, and there was a photo. Remember, Ed, there was a photo of someone that they were calling a mini bike. Then there was the debate on whether. Oh my goodness! There was goodness. a debate yeah. on whether or not it was a, yeah. a mini bike. What uh, for, for those folks who hadn't had a chance to? Oh, yeah. the one that they kept saying is this. It was a me and Cliff. It was me and Cliff going it, back and forth about it. What was it? Uh, I think it was on Mini Bike Nation. I think. Yeah, I think okay. it was on Mini Bike Nation. It would happen. There, there was. It was pretty much a mini bike, but uh, they put some other engine. I think a dirt bike engine or something up in there. Yeah, a CR four hundred. No, no, was it a, snow, a Kawasaki? I think it was like a Kawasaki five hundred two stroke and a little mini bike. Is this a Is mini that? bike? Oh no, yeah. no, no, not. The one he was originally talking about was a snowmobile, and there's another oh, yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 it's one. like a little pit bike, but it has like a. Four, five hundred cc. It was like the frame was built around the engine. They stuck a seat on it. Yeah. Right. That was it. So your deal was that that wasn't a a bike, and it it got kind of controversial. Yeah, because they did a, 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 what do they call that? A a, not vote. They did a a poll. poll. Yeah. They did a poll. Same thing. I got you. And the poll mostly the majority went with my side. Is that CRC poster hit you in the back of the head? Is that a pain in the ass? Just move uh, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Move move your chair over a bit. (laughs) If you go, or go yeah. that way. So, uh, uh, it was a, a little controversy <laughs> with it, because me and Cliff both are a little stubborn, you know, I'm Cliff? a tourist, so, you know, we, we kind of go back and forth like that or whatever, but. No, I, I you know, I thought you offered a, an innocent remark. Well, I just don't agree on something. I normally just say, I don't agree. And they'd be like, what you don't agree on? And then if I had to explain to you, that's when you say, oh, man, no, that's crazy. I said, no, nah, man, anybody with that, they would be like, no. You know. Well, like I was saying, I, I, I took it as an innocent comment, and I actually sided with you because it, th- those are not mini bikes. Uh, with yeah. all due respect to Cliff, and in fact, it's Cliff's, 
it's his deal, Mini Bike Nation. And it, it continues to be one of the more popular uh, pages no, it's, out it's, there. It's uh, Rex, actually. Oh, okay. Mini Bike Rex Nation. Rex Dutch. But me, me and Cliff are both <laughs> moderators of it. So oh, is that? Okay. So thank you for clarifying that. I, yeah. I, my world is a little bit smaller, and I just associate Cliff with it. And, but the fact is that I like it. And it was interesting to see all the other reactions, but not only just what was being said, but the, the volume. Yeah. And with you, it's either love or hate. Yeah, well, it, it, yeah it, I so don't like it because it, it's exactly like what we do. Like if you say, well, okay, I'm riding on a bike and I'm going 40 miles per hour with a $100 Predator engine, then you start saying, okay, well, now I want to go 60 miles per hour, right? What do I have to get? Oh, you got to get Rob, Piston, Cam, blah, blah, blah. So that's what it costs you, four or 500 or, right, go to the junkyard, motorcycle junkyard, and see a crashed out motorcycle There's or plenty of them. Bill, right? Sure. Buy the engine, put stuff it into the little bitty mini bike frame and call it a mini bike and go 80 mile power yeah, for $500. Yeah. You see? So you say, oh, well, this is still a mini bike. No, man. No, no, no. Oh, look at that. No. Cameo appearance. What's happening, Kevin? Uh, say hi to Linda if you get a chance. She, got, she, she, she was expecting you. She's inside there. Yeah. My man Kevin from uh, MG. Uh, no, the, but so it was an innocent post. I looked at it. It's like, no, that's not a damn mini bike. It's a freaking motorcycle that they're trying to squeeze in there. It, is, it, it goes the way we look at it is whatever the engine came off of is normally what it is, you know, unless it's like one of these. These all start off as like rototillers or industrial based engines. And then you, uh, now you say, okay, well, I'm going to get a. A Harley Davidson '98 uh, uh, cubic inch engine or something uh, or something, then put it into a mini bike and say, "Yeah, I got a mini bike." No, yeah. it's a Harley now. It's, it's a different deal. Yeah, it's a Harley now. And you even know, some you, you even some of the engines that else. you brought today, you know, depending on what kind of frame these bikes are, uh, you know. In fact, let's get into that. You brought uh, two bikes down. I, I think you had an engine for sale. Was the small block the one that was for sale oh, that you yeah. were selling? This one, yeah. This is. Like my slowest engine, but my slowest would be a lot of people fastest. That's how you answer the post, didn't it? Yeah, it's like, so, yes, it's better than what you so already have. That go cut out all that extra inboxing. Man, I'm already going 80 mile per hour. Look, don't even hit me up with none of that stuff, man. You know, so they're going to say, well, does it have, it got everything. So let's, let's do this. More. No use of hitting me up about it. Here's so. what I'd like to do. Uh, you, I noticed that you have the other engine bolted down. Move the, um, let me get that sprocket out of your way, Charles, and, and get that small block in front of you so that you can take folks through it. Because a couple things. Did you get any legitimate nibbles off of your post? Yeah, a couple of dudes hit me up and they, well, they was already in the process of building Normally, then they start pricing it up and said, "Man, you know, if because you were asking what sixteen hundred bucks for this, yeah, pretty much, which was a good was, deal from from my end. Yeah, 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 pretty uh, much. It would be like uh, I was gonna sell it without the carb at a cheaper price, and with the carb, it would be completely running, bolted on your frame. You, you know, it's almost idiot proof. You know, that's the way I like to do it because I don't want the people to." Uh, oh, I put on the carburetor and then like it's not running good. Yeah, you're, you have and to sell like, a complete oh, engine. Man, you, you, know? you have to sell a complete engine. Yeah, but a lot of people don't have all the money, so they want you to take off certain parts and stuff. I'm like, nah, man, I ain't going to do all so, that. I was just going to say that. My, my suggestion would be that you don't do that because then you lose that control because you know how that engine shipped. Yeah. And if it doesn't have a carb, you don't even know. You don't know what anybody, in this day and age, you don't know what anybody's going to do, Charles. They'll try to put yeah. a Tecumseh carburetor on that damn thing, right? Yeah. So let's talk about this. You, you posted this, what, a week ago? 
And it was a short little brevo about it, little opportunity for folks to find out more information. And how much how much play did you get? How big's the market for guys wanting, you know, legitimate? That's a lot of people wanting to go fast. Hundreds or thousands. How many people were off? At least it was about at least about twenty people actually hit me up. And I bet twenty one of, of them asking questions like, "I don't really want to bother him." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they really don't want to bother me. Well, I saw the guys. But a lot of people. It, it's like it's the testosterone, man. Well, I'm not it's talking about the five hundred dollar offers. <laughs> I'm not talking about those. Oh no, not that. I'm talking about <laughs> as far as you wanting to beat the next guy. It's like you just. Oh yeah. Well, everybody summertime. is is getting big, you know. So they like. Well, I was already going to go that route. He already have the perfect cam, the perfect carburetor, the pipe, the head is already done, everything done already. So they start pricing it up. It's it's like the when you start pricing it up, that's when you feel bad because you say, "Damn man, I got like twenty two, twenty three hundred into this thing." You know what I'm saying? Quick, and that's where you know, people and, don't realize it. Yeah. Not to mention the 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 but, real value, which is your expertise in assembling no, it. No, no, no. The the best thing, the best seller. What I found out is. The time, right? Sure. A dude, they never want to wait. They never want to wait. And the dude's going to look at me and says, yeah, he's talking about me. But it's, I'm talking about at least about 30 guys, right? When they hit me up, they says, well, I want a big valve head. I'm like, okay, send me your stock one because I don't stock any parts, right? You send me your stock one and I'll modify it up or whatever and you'll get it back in about three weeks or something. Three weeks. Oh, man, to I'm trying it. to go fast now. Like, There's always some deadline. Th- like they, they, like, like you have it on the shelf, and, for example. They have a shootout like in four days or something. Yeah. No, man. Look. Now, they said, well, can you sell me one of yours? No. They want me to take something off my engine and sell it to them, right? And I'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, there's no way, right? If we, it's a possible, I'm, if the money is just too crazy, I may have to sell it. That's what I did with. Uh, another engine I was putting together before I even put it together, it was sold. The dude just had ridiculous money, and he was like, "Well, that's I good. I won it already." I said, well, "Okay, well, let's get to this one." Uh, this was this was the bike that was uh, online. It was available. Just literally put it in a box, bolted into the bike. Walk yeah. us through that bike. Uh, start us off with you know. Okay, well, originally I always start with a real genuine hot in the block, right? And I got the fully welded embrace, but. I wanted to have a stock gas tank to go on top. So I shaved the brace down where it's still affected. You know, it's, it's still going to work properly, but the gas tank can go on top. Why, people, why, let me ask you, why, why was that such a big thing to accept the stock tank? Wouldn't people use a custom people tank? People like to have it where it don't look as radical. Got it. So they're sleepers. Right? They yeah. want it to look like a sleeper. You're still going to see weld all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weld. But you can actually fit the tank on there, and then when okay. you put the cover on it, it's going to almost look like just a regular modified. Got it. So they're just going for that sleeper look. Yeah. I, that's yeah. why I was curious. But go ahead. Yeah. So with the normal stuff on top of it, it's going to look just pretty much like any other engine, right? But you can't pull start it. So it's electric start because of the cam in there is a, a billet cam. Sure. I was thinking, should I put a cast cam in so you can pull start? But then again, the cast cam may break. Right. You know, and I said, well, I'm running a bigger cam in here, a little bit bigger valve, a little bit bigger springs, blah, blah, blah. Now, to be on the safe side, Billy cam. Sure. You know, so I like to have the stuff where it don't it usually everything breaks, but I try to have the strongest stuff that they do make on the market. So it doesn't happen or it takes longer to happen, you know. 
But in this case, I rode it for a little bit, and I'm like, I'm too used to the other power, you know, so it feels slow to me. But it's not slow. It's a three-inch stroker. So it's super fast to somebody coming up from a 2.8 bore or a standard 212 or just a regular three-inch. And some people already have three-inch stroker, but they may want like a custom head or a bigger cam or whatever. This pretty much got an upgrade over everything the average person will get. What'd you do you with know? the head, for example? Uh, okay, like like Iski, right? You know I always use Iski all the time. Sure. Iski sells 3228, right? Everybody sells the same SI valves everywhere. I mean, literally all across the nation. You can go in there and say, I want 3228. They'll sell you the valves, the seats. You can get the springs, the locks, the retainers, everything right over the counter. Okay. But not with this. I got uh, valve blanks. You know, and the valves come from a different company. I don't want to say, right? But anyway, I get my valve blanks from a different company, and they flat face, right? So the flat face valves got a little bit more compression, and I custom cut them a little bit so they can flow a little bit more air. Than, All right. Pretty much I cut them a little thinner, right? So they can flow a little bit better than what you get over the counter, right? So a little bit bigger, a little bit more air. I put a, I get a custom bigger spring so you can run uh more uh valve lift you know so everything together you can't just go and just buy this and say okay well i got i always can look and say okay yeah this dude here he got the standard stuff you can't tell it's inside right you he know? doesn't know you got the different valves or the different now, springs, from the outside right? you can't tell anything right yeah. but you can see there's a little deck plate on the top of this block right that so give it away a little if bit. they looking really good they can see it and they say okay well that's got the custom piston in there with the three rings and all the good stuff you, you talked know, about so. that three ring setup on the pistons oh, yeah, that was something that you swear too. by all right? my, any engine for me gosh it and tell everybody who hadn't had a chance to understand why you do that tell them why you do that well any normally any automotive uh car motorcycle anyway they, they all have three rings right except for two stroke but any four-stroke has three rings. They have a compression ring at the top, the middle they have a scraper ring, and the bottom they have an oil control ring, right? That's normal. But with these aftermarket pistons, they only have two rings, right? So I'm like, man, I get so much blow-by in the crankcase, you know? They never was intended to make so much cylinder pressure because they built the, the pistons are built for flathead engines, which they have low compression, right? anyway when you put them in the overhead valve you get a lot of blow by and you run alcohol and you end up with milky oil right and so i said well the the factory rings have too much gap in them anyway and then you have this just one ring so i said well i'm going to take it and see if i can add another ring in there so i took the piston before i cut the dome on it and cut another groove in there okay good right where is that groove set to where the other two already are? Are you up on the top? Well, the, one? The, the stock piston comes, well, the aftermarket dome piston has like a 640 compression height. So you have to, you have so much, you can cut off a whole hundred thousand off the top of the piston and it'll still be safe to run. But I say, well, if I cut that off, I can't then put the extra groove. I put the groove right where you would oh. cut it off. Right. Yeah. Without and so it. I moved the compression ring to the top, but then I started going overboard over that. Right. Mm. I started doing the gas ports. Right. And the gas ports, 
I made a video about it. It pretty much pushes the rings up against the wall, right? It's hard to picture, but the cylinder pressure, the, the induction, the airflow and fuel going in starts pushing. Well, when the piston goes down, it's sucking everything in, right? Sure. And Makes then sense. once it starts to come back up, the valve is closed now, so you're starting to come up on compression, right? That is that means, you get that blowback? Yeah, you, you pretty much have like, it's like a balloon, an air balloon, right? And you're squeezing it smaller and smaller to it pop. That's pretty much what it is, right? <laughs> so when you're squeezing it, it's so much pressure pushing down on the piston, but the flywheel is making the piston come back up, right? So the flywheel is making it come up, but the pressure in the engine is trying to push it down, but the piston can't stop. It's coming up anyway. So the little bitty holes I drill in there, air gets in those holes behind the ring, right? Sure. And when the pressure is behind the ring, it's pushing it up forward. It's pushing the ring up against the cylinder wall, right? See, what happens on, on any piston, if you put a ring on, you can kind of move the ring back and forth just a little bit, right? Hmm. We're talking about... A little two, bit of play? Two thousandths of an inch is real small, two, three thousandths of an inch. So when you do that, when you had that thing pushing you from behind, it's hitting the wall and scraping the wall on the way up where it's sealing up everything. It won't let it, you know, it won't let it flutter. They call that ring flutter, you know, but it won't let it do it. So, so I said, well, it's still getting a little bit past, right? So then I started getting these total seal rings, right? And total seal has a gapless ring. Yeah, the zero gap. Yeah, that overlaps each other in one single groove, yep. right? So I started to get in those and I put that on the top ring and I put the stock top ring on the middle ring, right? Oh. And I use the regular, because you, when you get the piston, you only have two rings. You have the oil ring and the compression ring. So you have to buy this aftermarket uh, ring to go on top and the new, the regular ring that would have been on top goes in the middle now, you know? And it does, the, the, they don't, they give you too much gap anyway, just to be on the safe side, you know? So they typically, most dudes don't build engines. So they just say, well, I can put it together, you know? So you have a lot of kids putting a piston in, just putting it in the bore and then there you go. But they never check, oh, what's the gap on the bore? You know, the ring sitting in the bore, what's the gap on it? They don't know. Yeah, they well, just put it in there, it fits, you know? So he said, well, I have, um, 14,000s gap. That's too much gap, you know? What is the correct gap in well, small block Well, that's fine for a stock engine. But when performance, you're trying to seal up as much as possible. It's it's like... Um, uh, what size did you use in this setup? These, it's got the total seal rings in there. Yeah. The total seal at the top, it's got the stock one in the middle, and it's got the oil at the bottom, right? And then it's gas ported. It's got pretty much everything that know. custom uh mdb intake there yeah well on that well i could they don't have a intake big enough you can yeah. buy a bolt on intake like from fmb or whatever but it has a big taper right right and i don't want to have a big taper so i get a tube i go to the local uh tubing place whatever get a piece of aluminum tubing and just weld it directly to the yeah, head it could tell you to do a little work on there yeah. what carb is that Clemens, uh, you're a big fan of him, right? Clemens. Yeah, you've yeah, always Clemens been a fan of Clemens. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been knowing Clemens since '97 or something. It's been a lot of years, but I don't really use him. 
not that much. Okay. This is the guy here I use. This is uh, I had to give a shout out to Dustin. Sure. Dustin Stevenson. Yeah, you brought from, him up. Uh, I remember his name. Yeah, yeah, I remember this guy here, man. He's he's, he's the really real deal. Yeah. He'd well, be a little worried sometimes because I always tell him to like push the envelope. I want you to do something, you know. But he'd be like, I don't think it's safe. So he normally would limit his. He limit. He has done some things out of the box, but. He kind of limits some stuff, thinking like it may not be. Yeah, safe you push him like. a little bit, and he pushes you. Yeah, and he cautions but the you a good bit. thing about it is, when I push him and he do it, he learns something, and he says, "Now I can do this all the time." See, and then it makes you a cut above <laughs> the other guys because the other guys are just doing the norm. So uh, now that pipe, we got F and B action on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> the easiest way to go. It ain't no use to. You know, having it and custom made and all that. I was gonna like, oh, the, no, that's the a pro Molly three stage custom, all that. Other. Nah, I don't used to doing all that. Oh, everybody's talking about F and B still. This one here, this is just like my original F and B pipe. It looks, it like, it looks right ago. on there. It looks right on there. So, what are we looking at numbers wise on this on this uh, engine, Charles? Horsepower, uh, I torque? I would say about thirty five horsepower. I would say. Huh. Yeah. What about Rashawn's bike that was out there at GTS? Yeah, well, that was that's about forty horsepower, you know. But I don't know if you want me telling uh, how about how much power. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how it is. But I can't tell you the details on it because he'd be still trying to race, and I tell him that nobody really wants to race him because they see it has a billy head on there, and when they see that, even though they say they're not scared of it. They, they don't really want to race now. I, I owe Rashawn an apology because when I was talking about his engine, when, when Ed had, because Ed went to the GTS show. I was away. I wasn't yeah, able yeah. to go. I seen Ed there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looked like it was a cool, chill little deal there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I had, uh, I was talking about the engine. I was, I had mine in mind, the one that you built with uh, Big George, Big Belly George yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, at 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I asked Rashawn if this was 16 horsepower. He's like, no, nah, it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry, Rashawn. Yeah. I think you won a camshaft uh, that show. It was just coincidental. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, well, a lot of dudes they they want to <clears> stay on gasoline. So you kind of got to go a little milder. You know, you don't want to go too crazy with it. You know. So Charles, in the right hands of a guy who like knows his stuff, he's going to be able to get through this whole season with this bike without blowing up his engine. If he if he if all he you got to do pretty much takes is care of put it, right? Oil and fuel. The main thing is oil because a lot of dudes. Uh, they run without oil, you know. I just got an engine for, uh, what's his name, Alberto? That they ran too low. He didn't have no oil in this engine. How does that you happen, know? Ed? How do, you know? He you blows it out the exhaust. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, at some point, but like, unless you're unless you're riding the hell out of that bike, <laughs> oil's yeah. leaking, or you're blowing it out the exhaust. Well, the guy who has that engine is going to be racing it every time, and he's going to be racing it what yeah. six, eight passes. You know, well, normally you don't never go full speed. Full speed, that's what I was talking about, the full speed. If the bike goes 90 miles per hour, you really don't want to just keep going up and down yeah. the block 90 well, miles per but hour. But, you know, it, and, and those, that's when the engines go. Yeah. And that's what I was getting at. And most of those guys are doing that. You normally cruise at like 70. Yeah. And then if a race happens, you actually do finally do a full blast. You, yeah, whatever. you've got the winning. So what about torque on this motor or engine? Yeah, I would say about like. 22 to 23 pounds it wouldn't be that much okay so for $1,600 you literally have your chance to walk away with the summer race engine here which is well most dudes are trying to build one themselves the main problem is when you're selling it I'm trying to get all the money at once 
right? Sure. And most people build an engine pretty much similar to this, but they build it in steps. They might have yes. 300 here, yeah. 400 here, and so on and so on, and they end up spending 2,500 in the end. And they, man, I didn't spend 2,500 on this thing, man. Sure, you know? and what may look but at it. They would a... end up with about 30 to 31 horsepower. It'll be a little bit less than this, only because they don't know the combinations that I do, and I'm like the only person that can do the custom valves or the bigger springs or the bigger cam and stuff. Well, there's also a, a benefit, Charles. and see there's whatever a, they can see. Yeah, but there's a benefit outside of that, Charles, which is that you built it. Yeah. You're, you're, you stand behind the engine to some degree. Yeah. When, when you sell somebody a motor, you can't, you can't afford to, nor do you sell it being responsible for that thing that month, that year, next year, but you're there for well, them when these guys need help. So the engine, I, that, that reminds me, the guy in Detroit, you know, there's another Charles in Detroit I had met many years ago, right? And, Charles Harris? Yeah. And Pizza me boy. and him had talked What's happening, uh, uh, many Charles? years ago back on from oldminibikes.com or whatever, right? Right. We was on there and he, he was getting beat on by a lot of dudes, local guys are beating him. And he was like, yeah, they just beating me because... He's heavy. You know, he was 250 pounds. Yeah, I met the guy. So he says, man, how heavy are you? I said, man, I'm 260. So he said, you 260? I said, yeah. He says, um, how fast are you going? I said, oh, like 78 or whatever. Now, he's only going like 62 miles an hour. He he getting beat on. He said, you 260 and going 78? Nah, man. I said, yeah, trust me. I do it every weekend, right? So he says, man, what kind of engine? So I started telling him about three-inch bore, Stroker cranks, big carburetors, 3228. At the time, it was no such thing. You couldn't go over the counter and get 3228. So I'm telling him about all this stuff, and he says, well, how much it costs to build one? I said, oh, man, it'll cost you at least uh, for regular three-inch pull start or whatever, probably 1800 or whatever. So he says, okay, okay, 1800 or whatever, right? He says, okay, I want it, right? I said, okay, what you do, you send me your blocking head, so it'll take about two months or whatever. He said, no, 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 I want your Yours. engine, yeah. right? I said, my engine? Oh, man, well, I got a clutch on there, my carburetor is custom. And Plus, all it's yours. Or whatever. He says, I don't care, I want it. I said, I'll tell you what, right? I'll sell it to you 2000 right? Because I really don't want to sell it. He said, how you want to be paid? Oh, shit, I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I went home. Like I said, look, I stopped riding. I went home early that day, right? Took the motor off the bike. No, I took a picture <laughs> of my bike, right? <laughs> I took a picture of a crate. I took a picture of the frame with the engine next to the crate, right? I put the engine in the crate, took a picture, right? Closed the crate up and put his name on there, took a picture, right? Sold, right? Because I can always build me another one, you know? So I told him, all you have to do, and it was rare that they listened to me, but he actually listened, right? I said, all you have to do, boat it on, add oil and fuel, and turn the throttle. He, Man, that's all I got to do? Because I know he had it's some Detroit. type of a wildcat. I don't know what kind of bike that was. It was some chopper looking. But even with the wrong gearing, the power... I know at that level, they just didn't have nothing on it. See, it's kind of hard for them to trust me, but I'm saying it's nothing they can do, right? When I, it's, they ain't on that level right there. So he did just like I said. He went, 
bolted it on, add oil and fuel. Put I even sent him the throttle with it. So all he had to do was slide it on the handlebars, right? Tighten it up and whoop. And he just beat on everybody, right? And he hit me. He's like, man, you ain't lying, man. You know what I'm saying? I said, I told you, man. That's all you had to do. What were right? the details on that engine you sold him? That was a small block bike? Yeah, it was like this, but it was only a stock crank. It wasn't even a stroker. Oh, okay. You know, so, you know. So Is he still riding with that bike? Nah. Or man, that motor? A long, long oh, okay. Time. He been, I don't know if he sold it or blew it up or what. I don't really know. But the bike only went like 75 or something or 74 or even. But it didn't matter because the gearing was wrong, right? Yeah. He didn't know nothing about gearing. That's what you're going to talk about gearing. But yeah. he didn't know nothing about gearing. It didn't even matter because the power just, you already knew they was covered. I knew everything he told me. And the guy had, see what he was telling me. I said, okay, these dudes sound like they only got like 20 horsepower. It's kind of like nothing they can do. Yeah. Right? He doesn't know. Then look, put the engine on, even with the wrong setup, you go win. Shit. And that's exactly what it did. So they made a video and he shot out, man, you know MDB? Yeah, I'm out here getting it done. I said, yeah, see, there we go. And then they kind of didn't like him for that when he did that. They kind of said, man, yeah. this dude just started using guys on the West Coast. <laughs> we don't like him no more. So he was like an outcast over there in Detroit for a while. But he, he doesn't seem to be that way now when we went back. Uh, oh, no. <clears throat> this, is, this is like, I don't know if this is eight years ago. This is a lot of years sure. ago. Sure. Plus, you know, people have no right to get mad at somebody who's just try to get his game on you know he's yeah, you know how yeah. it goes but now so many detroit dudes hit me up all the time it's crazy are you selling anything to the guys in detroit are they I'm looking for information to say that <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, i sell stuff to them all the time but i just can't tell you yeah who so maybe maybe is. not yeah well yeah. not so much who but the everybody's fact- top secret you know i'm like a, a best kept secret or something so i can't have you up. talked to our man eric lately uh he's another one of our sponsors oh, yeah, in fact you charles know, uh, you probably he, helped me with with those guys too they wanted me to come out there yeah. or whatever. But I keep telling them, I said, they want me to just get up and go. But they understand, you know, shoot, I got to work. I got kids. I got family and stuff, too. Is we all going to Detroit? You see what I'm saying? Well, that, look, you uh, know? just to let you know, that means. I got baby mamas. That's what I'll be saying. I got baby mamas. And they will be like, well, we all oh, have not something. not getting the kids this weekend? And, and huh? it's not like we're, we're, we're taking off to go anywhere uh, mm-hmm. every weekend. It's very select that we get a chance to go out for all the reasons. He works. I'm, I'm yeah. working, too, for the most part. But with Eric, uh, he's trying to make stuff happen out there. He's got that Candyman extravaganza. When, it, when he does something, it really gets all those guys together. And yeah. I like that. Yeah, and I'd like to support like him. That. And I'd like to go back there. Our luck, we'd go back there. You'd get your baby's mama times three. They, everybody gets set up. <laughs> I'd beg yeah. I'd beg to go. Ed would work with Dino. He'd have to build ten extra frames before he left. We'd all go. We get on Southwest. Our flight would get delayed. I we'd really end up, do want to go, and I want to go. We'd end up there. It would be pouring raining. It'd be pouring raining for three days. That, oh, man. So that's what that I worry about man. going through all that shit. That, that's the problem when you go back there. But I guess what I was getting at is that um, I'm hoping that some of the guys from Detroit and elsewhere, uh, Texas, uh, Florida, I got somebody from Alabama's calling the Arizona guys. They're all out there, and if you watch them, you know there's a there's a core group. It's and a each lot of, of those Florida state, guys. Florida man. guys, yeah. The, Arizona, Florida, and I got a lot of dudes sprinkled in there. You know, it's a lot of... Even so let's sell this engine. Let, let's sell this engine. If, if someone who's listening now, really, Charles, even if it was someone that you had been talking to that hadn't quite yet committed to, and you know who those guys are, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know who's talked to you. Maybe nibbled. The, the guys who offered you five hundred dollars. I know you laugh at them and don't even reply back to them. And it's and we're not talking to you guys. But the guys who would be willing to spend what fifteen hundred bucks, close to sixteen hundred yeah. bucks, make it happen. And Charles, if someone would be willing to maybe make a legitimate offer now, what what would be the best price for this? What has been advertised well, at sixteen fifty? Like, it's not. I'm not really in a rush to sell it. Well, no, no, right? and nor, nor am I suggesting you are. Come up to me. They always come. Like right now, I'm welding up a block for somebody out of state, a cart racer, right? Oh. And so a lot of cart racers hit me up. Because I deal with more cart racers than I do mini bike. Well, people. that's where you came from, yeah. right? You know? Yeah. That's so when the, the, the cart racers hit me up and ask me, can they put like a stock appearing carb or can they do this? Or, no, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. Because they used to, the cart racers are better far as longevity of the engine because they they do, they used to more maintenance of the engine. Sure. They break it down, clean the carburetor. Yeah, almost after off, every day out there. Stuff. Yeah. Normally the mini bike guys just. <laughs> Once a year until it breaks. It. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Until it something <laughs> breaks and it shuts off, and then there you go or whatever. So, but know, but just for a second though, like I I do think that we could be reaching some folks, Charles, that may not have had a chance recently to get up close and personal with you, and find out as intimately as they now are aware of what you did to this bike. And there were some uh, little things in there that they're just not going to be able to replicate, and they don't have that that experience that you have. Yeah. Nor will they have the ability while owning this to be able to just pick up the phone and say, look, I'm doing this and the bike's doing that. I need a little help. Or, hey, look, uh, help me, whether it's troubleshooting or maybe even going a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in, in buying an engine, a legitimate small block race engine that you can bolt in from a guy who, <laughs> I don't oh, know, yeah. I don't know where they, else you're going to go better. Let us know. Times a day, too, man. It'd be like they can call me at like 8 o'clock at night. It's not like I say, well, nine to five. After yeah, that, yeah. I'm closed. So you give them a little no, tech. They hit me up. So there you every go. Day, man. So make a legitimate offer. Um, we talked a little bit about some of the tips and tricks he used. You used the different valves. And it's interesting yeah. that you did because SI, most people stop there, right? Who yeah. is our guy from SI? The, JD. Yeah, JD, right? Yeah. I remember SI back in the day. In fact, when you mentioned. Um, triple gap rings i remember or uh zero gap child charles and albert they were the ones who oh, started that it long time, yeah, that yeah long time. And, and those they were selling to all the Ronnie Ron guys but so the stiffer springs charles with all due respect everybody's kind of doing that but the custom intake uh yeah. and and i believe there's a lot of other things that went into putting that bike together because that's an art in itself not so much just getting the yeah. parts we can get all the parts together and i can guarantee you that mine will be a little bit different at the end than charles yeah, or ed you want they all pretty much going to end up looking something like this but it's what's inside that makes it a little bit more powerful than another i got another one man that's super monstrous powerful so if you want to go a little bit faster yeah, yeah. we've got more so yeah, that's the deal on yeah. the small block and we're getting ready to take our first break if you've got small block related questions right now Send them to us uh, on the, just post it, and we'll check them at the break. If you have any other questions specific to that small block, if you have any questions, if you legitimately like to make an offer on that. And then, Charles, let them know what we've got next to it. It's Companion, and we're going to talk a little bit about oh, this engine when we come back from the break. Oh, that's uh, my Beast engine. They come stock. It costs like about $6,000 bone stock, but even stock, 52 horsepower. There you go. The Beast 52 horsepower coming back on the break. Once again, I want to thank everybody listening. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Mm -hmm. And I know 
<laughs> like I've got this 16 horsepower back here that I'm afraid to this put in. Too. You know what? I can tell about this. This is uh, I got this pipe from Ian. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. At, sure. At, uh, what's the name? Uh, we were at uh, uh, Max Fest. Uh, yeah. Uh, swap me. I thought that was from a boat. Yeah. No, <laughs> this was the pipe that was on the ground. Yeah, and man. I was just thinking like. How would I make it work on there? And y'all kept saying, just get it, get it. But I have to like picture it in my mind. Shout out right? to Ian Cordova. We're going to take a break. Uh, yeah. We'll be coming back, Ed. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'd be afraid to put that on anything <laughs> that I own. Yeah. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Send in those questions. We're going to be giving away a small engine cam. We're going to be giving away a uh, custom uh, hop-up kit for a Coleman from our friends at GoPowerSports.com. Uh, talk to you a little bit later on. Thanks for listening, everybody. Is your car stereo a little outdated? Don't sell your car. Upgrade it. Get hands-free calling with Android Auto on the new Pioneer Next. New from the makers of legendary Brake Clean, the Shop Size Brake Clean Pro Series. The larger pro size can has 50% more of the Brake Clean you've trusted for over 47 years. Also available in three non-chlorinated formulas. Joseph Bergandio. I've been crazy about mini bikes since I was a really young kid. You know, 50 years comes and goes pretty quick, yet my love and passion for mini bikes hasn't changed a bit. So cruise along with us in some of the coolest rides with some of the most colorful characters in this mini bike sport of ours and check out some of the rarest collections and visit some of the top builders and some of the wildest bikes right here on Joe's Mini Bike Show. Joe's Mini Bike Show. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's uh, season three, episode six. You were in line. I was freezing my nuts off, Ed. <laughs> yeah. I had to go get my jacket. How's your jacket compared to this one? It's, I don't know. What, what do you think, Charles? Think? They both look kind of cozy. Looks like I robbed a pimp and Ed robbed one of those guys out in front of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> I'll switch with you later on. No, that's all right. I had my money chain, too. <laughs> Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out through the break, everybody. That was pretty cool, Charles. Yeah. Um, a lot of good stuff. Too many questions, actually. In fact, I don't think we've ever gotten this many questions. Yeah, I think they might have started arguing on there. <laughs> Never. I, I think it was, yeah. Uh, so before we get into this uh, next half, I want to... Um, in fact, you guys should do this, too, because we've been running a little long and forgetting to, to shout out to some of our friends, but... I want to give a big shout out to uh, Gail for listening. Hi, Gail. Thanks for staying up. It's tough on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. You got people on the East Coast? Yeah. Well, give them a shout out before they fall asleep on you. <laughs> right now? Well, sure. Oh, uh, let's see. Mini biking. Um, Simple Tom. Uh, I don't know if Tom England's watching. 
Um, and let's say Tom's name correctly this time. Tom Drewecki. Is that is I that I don't correct? know how you pronounce yes, Tom Drewecki. I don't know. He's a big fan of yours. Yeah, I saw yeah, Mini Bike Paul uh, made a comment about something today. He's active. Oh, is he? Hi, Paul. Mini Bike Paul. Yeah, yeah. Mini Bike Paul, Cliff Judd, Karen yeah. Krause. Yes, Karen. Yeah. Karen Krause. Um, put me on the spot here. Well, Christ, I'm going to ask you to give somebody a shout out. Put on, this, put on the spot. I will come back to you. I'd, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to um, my buddy Jim Savis. Jim's listening. I think he's just come back from Bahamas. Jesus Christ, man. It's nice to know people. That, speaking of, Peter, are you listening? Linda said that she put a big note there. It said, Peter. It's like, already give me a heart attack. It's like, wow, what's he want? He called. I, I didn't do nothing. Hi, Peter. How are you? Do you remember Peter, Ed? Yeah. Yep. Hi, Peter. Thanks for listening. Eric Adams out here on the West Coast. Oh, now all of a sudden you got memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I like, remember I them all. I you remember all of them. You know, slow the Hot Rod memory. Power Tour started today. You remember that is? You see the Hot yeah. Rod Power Tour? Back yeah, in yeah. the day, uh, I had a little role with the Power Tour. In fact, my buddy Jim Savis, who was listening, I used to collect he started those it. magazines back then. Sure, the Power Tour. Yeah. So uh, it's going on now. I gotta think it's just like the 30th year, Charles. Yeah, I, I think right? about that. I had those books. I'll start with Jim Savis. Years ago, trying to generate know? a little revenue for the company. Thank you. Brought a couple editors, uh, Drew Harden, who was a Locker Center guy. Uh, they started off from the Peterson Building. I want to say the Peterson Building, and I don't know if it was still the one on La Cienega. And we got a bunch of cool cars from the magazine. We got some clients. Mother's Polish, particularly. Mother's has been the longest sponsor of that power tour. In fact, I got Mother's Polish stuff here everywhere. I love those guys. Uh, they supported it, and they drove from L.A. to San Francisco. Yeah. That was the power tour. That was the first, and it was... People heard about that, and they say, well, come to our town. Why don't you come to the East Coast? And you yeah, never come to the East yeah, Coast yeah, yeah. And, and, and the Power Tour. And, Ed, it's a, it's, a, it's a car show with a group of guys. They're called long haulers that go from every from the beginning to the end. So if they start in uh, California end up in, in, I don't know, Florida, the people that went the whole route, they're called long haulers. And then other folks will just come to one stop. Like if you live in the yeah. kickoff city, maybe you go to a couple stops. Uh, it's, it's enormous. GM Performance Parts is the sponsor. It's all the, the, the readers of the magazine, the advertisers, and the sponsors, and all the editors. So it's, everybody gets to come together and show off their cars. It's really cool. Hopefully everybody has a great trip on the Power Tour. I, I did my time there. I, I must have done a 10 of them, 12 of them. I'll, I'll hit another one before I roll over, but right now I'll just make sure everybody has a good time there. Um, I had a few folks I want to give a couple shout-outs to. Willie Bush. How you doing, Willie? Good to hear from you. Uh, Rick Bassett. Uh, Alvin, my man Alvin Roca, he's from up near you, Ian, up near Visalia. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean G, Ian Cordova, mentioned him. My man Hunter, how you doing, Hunter? Shane Fuller, uh, Dallas, is it Dallas Guffrey? How are you, man? Uh, Don Ward, Jimmy Johnson, my man Kevin, who was here earlier, Alan Ganley, uh, Chris Soltes, Bob G. How about Miranda? Are you still listening, honey? It's late back there. Uh, Ruben Rodardi, Mike Champagne. We didn't get any results back yet on Oobly. Maybe that'll be something that we'll promote next time. Uh, Neil and his wife said to say hi to you. Oh, cool. Yes, uh, hi, Ellen. Neil. Yep. Neil, hopefully we'll see him again. My man, Dennis Thomas. Uh, Kyle Calkins. Uh, Dane was listening. My man, the Green Hornet. Uh, Curtis. Alana. Alana Cher, uh, a good friend of E's from back in the day and a friend of mine back at Roadkill. She's out killing it, doing it freelance. I'm going to have her come in and We'll find out what's the latest oh, with her. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She's always a hoot. 
Um, a few others. We'll get to them a little bit later on. Vinny uh, Kuko out there in the East Coast, our friends from East Coast Mini Bikes, Cam uh, White, Brad DeMoise, Kyle Moody, my man Corey, and um, I don't know. I can't forget my man Myron Bailey, can I? Nope, Myron, Scott yeah. Stebbins. Yeah. We talked a little bit about uh, Going Solo. Uh, Going Solo will be a new part of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion show. It's Ask Brian Franquez technical-related questions. Now, have a is chance. that going to be all fighting? Let's hope so. <laughs> Shit, I think there was some fighting on, on some of the posts just as a result of uh, what we did earlier. If it's all fighting, I want to tune in. Well, hell, I'll let you be the uh, referee, Ed. In fact, <laughs> I've got a striped shirt that um, we'll arrange for you to wear, and you can be the referee. I also noticed my man Calman Creasy popped in, which was oh, very cool. cool. And a man that everybody knows that we talked about on the last podcast, Temecula Bob. All right. Hi, so Bob. Got those out of the way. Charles, um, you know a lot of people, but you're very on the low key when it comes to shout outs. You kind of keep you keep things tight, don't you? You yeah, still do. It's, it's tough it's, when you're. I don't ever really have anybody help me because I normally already pretty much do it myself. But is. Who did you hang out with this past weekend? Oh, uh, with my kids. Yeah, I said, shout know, out to your kids. What about Harold? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Harold. I was thinking I should have probably had Harold come up because Harold. So who's Harold? I'm sorry. I, that's like my one of my teammates. We kind of like, you work know, together? fix on the. Yeah, he does if like the, Harold? he does like uh, all of the fabrication work. Uh, Anna one time. Oh, I like to meet he Harold. He does like the actual, the frames, the fabrication work. Yeah. On the bikes and stuff like that. I build the engines, but he does like. If I get a frame or something from anywhere, and I would say, okay, I need bracing here. He do it for chain you. Chain tensioner uh, uh, and stuff like that, so he can do it. Steering dampener and all that. He know how to hook up all the little custom stuff to him. So, uh, you know, I've been pretty fortunate lately. Not only was I able to get on the dance card, but know these guys well enough where they put me up a little bit on the list to get a bike done. But you see the Jake Mo bike, and you yeah. see the Temecula Bob bike. I haven't, I haven't got a GTS bike. I, I was talking to them. And I also need to get one from F and B, but you had gone through the you, you've gone through the Temecula Bobs and you've gone through the GTs. Maybe uh, maybe you and Jake Moe danced together one time. What do you think? Yeah, about that's that's what I was saying. Uh, I got a drag frame from Morgan. I got a drag frame from Joe's. I got a drag frame from GTs and a drag frame from Bob. Right? And F and B, right? No, not F and B. You don't even have an F. No, no. See now, why are you like that? <laughs> Why not? Uh, I might. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I wanted to get Jake because I seen the way Jake is welding pretty good. I'm thinking he can do some chrome molly, lightweight stuff or whatever. I sent it to him. You know, I already got my wheel and tire. I like the way his bikes look. Yes. Know? We love the way they look. So In fact, I'm like, I don't have a Jake bike. I'm going to have to go ahead and have him hook me up a bike. Well, because this engine here has no bike for it. Yeah. You right. know, I actually test fitted on my other bikes, but. It's so big, it is almost hitting places and stuff. I'm like, nah, if I, I need to get another, because then I had to take an engine off of another, off my bike to put this one on. So, well, uh, Jake, if you're listening, and you know, Jake's got his new son. Congratulations to Team Mo. Uh, saw pictures of the baby. God bless that kid. Jake, if you're listening, maybe uh, you and Charles can hook up. You just typically deal with each other through messenger or facebook yeah, or something right we all like in a little chat or whatever and you know jake if it's any consolation you could let charles go ahead of me 
I know we got a few projects lingering over there, but let, let Charles slide in. Let, let him get a <laughs> slide ahead of me, right? We don't care. Uh, yeah. uh, Jake's going to be joining I know Jake us. Jake is kind of busy, though, because I, I know he got some... Uh, he got some people tugging on him right now. Yeah, well, you know how it is. You know how it is when it's at the top there. Yeah. You know, you get to kind of pick who you dance with, unlike us guys who dance with anybody. I like his Jake stuff because it's like custom fab stuff where, you know, most of the other dudes' stuff, it looks like assembly line. Yeah. You know, it doesn't look that custom. Like Everybody can go right in and get the same exact thing. When I first got the second Bob, JD had got an original Bob, but it was short, yeah. right? It was only a 42-inch wheelbase, right? And then Bob made the first 4-inch wheelbase, right? 48-inch, and I had got the second one, right? Which was cool, but they looked the exact same. And then, then it ended up with like about 20 other guys with the same exact looking bike. And then these, they're all the same, different colors. And I get that know? too. In fact, let's face it, especially guys who like tacos or bonanzas or the traditional manufactured volume bikes, you know, you, you know what they are, you know what they look like, you want that. Custom bikes, especially when you get one. I was lucky enough, I think my first custom was Frankenstein. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's like, yeah. I look at that thing now, it's like, shit, that was the only bike I had. I'd be the top of the world in my mind. Yeah. I just I just love it. I, I like Jake. I see every time I see his bike, they look different. Well, you know what I'm saying? So it well, don't look you, like nobody else's. It's like, man, okay, yeah, that's that's the GT. It could be like you can a tell. whole line of GTs, a whole line of Joes and all that stuff. But when you see Jake's bike, it, each bike is different, you know? So I was like, yeah, I like that. I all like right. That, you know? Well, uh, speaking of that, uh, Jake's curious. You know, we talked about the uh, the new Billet Beast, that yeah. $6,000, I guess, with yeah, shipping and handling it, and all the other good shit they tack money, on there, yeah. six grand. Um what precautions do you have to take with that, Jake Axe, uh, to prevent that crankshaft from failing? I mean, is that something Well, I got a, a third and fourth bearing support that goes with it. Once it actually is together, it's got bearings on the inside, you know, so it's got, it's going to end up being four bearings on the crank. Okay, that'll know? do the job for the most part, right? Hopefully it does the job. If it was to be stock, it would have been fine, yeah. right? But I didn't boost it up now, so it should be about... About 65 horsepower once it's done. Wow. You know? So I don't know. I don't see the crank lasting that long, but I just needed to last long enough to get this record. That's all. And really, guys who are buying a motor like that, going through it, you're talking about the cart guys. I mean, those, oh, yeah, those you buy engines. Them and, and like a bone stock one, like I said, 52 horsepower, it has mild cam, mild head, mild carburetor. And they run them all day long for like maybe three, four years, no problem. So that's the Billet Beast 52, kind of available stock. It's at well, it's four. It comes stock 480 cc's. So you then a Predator is only 212. It's over two times bigger than a Predator stock. Yeah. Right. But now it's 540 cc's. Available at JR Race Cars. There's somebody there that yeah. you deal with. Or how well, long you been? They sell you one as long as you got money. You can just buy. How long have you been working with those guys? I mean, how long have you been buying I've from been them? Dealing with Jr. Man for at least ten years. They they yeah. sell uh, some of the best parts, far as uh, pistons especially. Their pistons are billet, you know. Where everybody else, it was a big argument about Ford versus billet and stuff or whatever. But they actually make a billet piston, which is different from all the other manufacturers use a forged pistons, you know. The carburetor that you were looking at, uh, you talked about Dustin Stevenson before, and you sweared at him. It, it just looks fast. 
You know, yeah. tell us a little bit about that carburetor setup. This is a, a HM1 uh, billet Tillerson carburetor. It's 45 millimeter with a 42 millimeter Venturi. I think it flowed, I think it was 210 or 212, 10 inches of water. Something like that. That's a lot. Either way it goes. And those Tillotsons, right? they're temperamental too, yeah, though. They normally use a lot of these now on those big uh, Jawas and, and yeah. 500 cc engines on cart racing. They, yep. they get them and put them on there and stuff like that. So it ends up matching perfectly because it's still 500 cc. So. We had a Tillotson yeah. on Frankenstein and it was just too temperamental. We put a bikini yeah. slider oh, on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're on gasoline, man. I, 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 you know, I don't like McCoonies, but on gasoline, I had to run a McCoonie. Hey, you were talking about uh, Rashawn earlier. Did Rashawn have a little bit of a spill? Yeah, he had a fall. I don't know if it's been a month yet or four. It might be about a month. He went to test his bike out, and uh, uh, his bike ran fine. Then he jumped on somebody else's bike and fell, you know. Uh. And I was like, man, your bike is fast, or you shouldn't have had that issue. But something was wrong with the other bike. I don't know, and he ended up falling. And uh, Is he okay? Yeah, he broke his elbow though. Ouch. So, yeah, he had to get a. Uh, it got like some. I don't know if it got a titanium plate in there, but it's got like some uh, nails. They they put some pins up in there. And, uh, Hopefully, they put nails bad, in there. Man. He sent me the X-rays and all. Really? that. I was like, damn, it looked bad. Damn, Rashawn, you're too cool of a player to be walking around with that bionic elbow. It's his elbow. That's yeah. the good thing. It's not his, you know, face or anything like that, you know. But <laughs> he said it's healed up fine. He can do whatever he want to do. Well, <laughs> I was saying, man, that's fast. When you're young, you can you can heal up fast. Well, he'll be able to pull start engines without any problem yeah. with, it, with that metal in his elbow. Rashawn, we hope you get better. That that can't be fun, brother. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, uh, and and just don't get hooked on those freaking painkillers. You know. Yeah. Right. It's like that. That's the thing you worry about the most when these guys fall down. Hopefully, he had a helmet on. In fact, I've gone back and forth with Rashawn. In fact, I think we've sent him out some helmets. And I know you're a smart guy, so mm -hmm. hopefully you had your helmet on. I, I see my man, um, Otai Day Day. I met him over with um, Daryl, uh, Daryl Smith, one time, and he had been recently out uh, at the Drags video taping. And, you know, he wants to do something, and he likes the video capture, and he likes that scene, and he reached out to me to see if I maybe want to sponsor something, and I just, I had to back away from racing related sponsorships because i'm still watching it and there's still a lot of reckless guys with no yeah, helmets and shit it is a lot of a lot of reckless whatever. so uh it, there were some questions that's that, why the track is best because the track has rules and you just flat out can't run yeah you well you saying? gotta pass tech yeah. i mean because you don't nothing know. you can do they have all the safety stuff you got to have on all the stuff to even ride well we got a, a few questions let's try to rifle through them that one comes from rashawn he wanted to know what causes um uh, what causes jug to blow up? Yeah. Oh. And what factors uh, cause that? That's uh, engine harmonics. You know, the engine spinning over and vibrating. You can't never really vibrate, uh, balance these engines where they be 100% perfect. And, you know, it, you get the, the flexing of the crank swinging around and then you have the cast. It's better with a stronger made, uh, aluminum alloy is stronger and it can hold that bearing swinging at 10,000 RPM. But when you're dealing with the cast, it'll move a little sure. bit. You know, and that shaking, 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 shaking at that high of a speed, 
you can put your hand on it, you can feel vibration, you know, and after a while, it'll crack on off. That's the reason why we weld the blocks up. If we didn't weld the blocks, like when I posted like about a week ago, had the whole jug blown off, like you didn't just spend like seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars on this engine trying to be top secret, you know, to trick some guys. But once you go and run it one time and you run 90 miles per hour, you expose. It don't make a difference how big the engine is. You still run 90. Just like when Dom was stock size and he ran 90, you're not going to race him. He ran 90. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're running 85. You're not going to race. <clears throat> you know, so they thinking hiding the size of the engine is going to get him any races. But the speed is what you can't hide. You can't hide the speed. Curtis talked uh, about gearing and how that's a topic that most people don't get to in the midst of talking about the engines and the carburetors and the intake and the mm. exhaust and everything else, the cylinder work done. Briefly, give folks a little bit of an idea about how gearing plays that role where it allows you to go. You know, you talked about Pizza Boy running strong at 70, but that ability to go from 70 to 90, you know, yeah. a lot of that has to do with things like gearing. Can you give gearing, like a, yeah. a, just a, your version of how gearing comes to play and what you want to keep in mind? Yeah, like normally out here on the streets where we ride, we normally run quarter mile. So our tires, normally, no matter where, at, like in the U.S., typically everybody has around a 12 or 13-inch tire. Normally, that's normally, unless they have some real short cart slick, but typically everybody has around a 12-inch tire in the back, right? And so they say, okay, well, we're running quarter mile. You're always going to run a taller ratio to get higher speed. So you're going to take off slower. You may run like a 4.0 ratio, right? But a 4.0 ratio still might snatch you out, pretty, depending on the power you got, right? So if you... Let's talk about a, a gear ratio with this small block, for okay, example. Okay, now let's say with this engine and me on it, I may go 80, right? I may only go 80 mile per hour, but I'm heavy, right? right. So I might have to run a 4.0 ratio just to get moving, right? Then you have another dude, half my weight. Another, let's say a dude, 125 pounds. Okay. Right? He wants to ride my bike. I can't have him run the whole quarter mile with the same identical gearing, right? I had to say, well, you can run it, but you had to only run eighth mile because it's going to zoom up the speed so much faster. By the time you get to eighth mile, you're going to be at the same RPM I was at sure. the quarter mile, you know? So to get him, so instead of him doing... The same 80 I did, he could do the 80 in, in eighth mile that I did the 80 in the quarter, quarter, right? We now want him to go 90, right? So we say, okay, what we're going to do is go up one tooth in the front or maybe two teeth in the front. So we're going to change it from a 4.0 to uh, a three and a quarter or something like that ratio. Because that gearing ratio is the, 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 the difference in the number of teeth on the front and rear gears, yeah, yeah. right? The, the front is called uh, uh, the clutch. Well, the clutch and the driver, or the, the right. rear sprocket, or whatever, right? And so, normally you have a bigger one in the back. Say, like you have a, a sixty in the back, and you have a fifteen in the front. Do you have That's that sprocket point. that I had laid out there? Like this would be an example, maybe like a stock setup, right? Yeah, that might be a sixty right there. Okay, and, and then this might be a seventy-two. And this is what I'm guessing. I don't know. This would be a, a larger one. Now, somebody that wanted to go up from this size to this size, looking for what? 
torque looking for yeah on old school mini bikes they had real big gears because they was mostly made for trail climbing you know you just for torque the woods or whatever right. yeah you need to be able to uh go up a hill or something and then when you wanted to maybe lean it out and go a little faster you weren't going you would drop down to that smaller one right there and really the gearing on the front was just what was on your clutch yeah and if you back in the days if you had a, a normally the clutches back then came with like a 12 tooth it was yeah, nothing sure. you can do about it you couldn't right. take the gear off or anything like that but these race clutches now these race <laughs> these race clutches you know that they're smelling all that healthy food you're eating mdb <laughs> yeah. he don't roll in here with like uh, um yeah, uh, mike subs or uh mcdonald's he came in with tupperware of good smelling uh, cut like a machine a whole chicken corn uh carrots what, what what's up you going back to those yeah, lean, I'm mean... I'm going to diet for two weeks before I go to the doctor. That's all. And I got to eat healthy. Yeah, well, you look good. Yeah, How do you well, feel? You know, they got to check everything. Check my cholesterol. And, yeah? Uh, yeah. That's the only thing bad about being a middle-aged black guy. Y'all probably wouldn't know nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it tend to have high blood pressure yes. just because, yeah. you know? So I try to keep it in check or whatever. So when good. I go, everything is good. So once I do that... And then I can go back to my normal uh, diet or whatever. Well, there's a smart guy. Invest in yourself, Charles. There's nothing better yeah, than you can do, right? that's how you got to do it. Yeah, I'm getting TikTok. I'm getting close to 60, so I start to think about that stuff, too. Yeah. You know, you got to. Preventive know. maintenance, right? Just like you do on the mini bikes. Yeah, you got to clean yourself on out. Yeah, hey, I need to rebuild. So we were talking about gearing. Um, you know, for, for a typical guy running a quarter mile with like a six-inch tire, maybe a 410, uh, three and a half, what, what's the best gearing for something for that application it still always depends on your horse on your overall power the those guys are probably running the, those 212 yeah, predators yeah, you know see, with something like eight that, horsepower you'll be running a way uh, a way tall gear it would be like around 3.0 ratio sure or something like that and with this will be 4.0 ratio that would pretty much be the okay difference, you know and then that's like no matter the weight you're always going to run the taller ratio on that so that's how it is I got a couple of questions out here. Um, let's see. Main purposes of um, a gain ported piston opposed to gas. Uh, he said a gas ported piston, and what happened? What's the other one? Um, I don't know if he if he spelled it differently. Uh, main purpose or main. Um, Purpose of a gain, G-A-N, or G-A-R ported piston, opposed to gas. I don't even know what a gain Yeah, so Arlo, maybe there's a typo or something on that. Well, I can tell you, uh, <laughs> gas ported pistons, they actually have two different ways. You can gas ported from the side. Uh-oh. What was that? What was last time what was after you? Remember we had to check them down with the uh, brake clean? Were you yeah. getting attacked by something last time? I don't know what it was. I think it was a B. You can gas port the piston from the side, yeah. which is kind of harder to do, or you can gas port it from the top, which is easier to do. I normally gas port the pistons from the top, you know. Um, Arlo, if you can, uh, look, this won't be our first opportunity. Resend that question in if we can get to it. If not, I'll get to Charles afterwards, Charles, because there, there's so many of them, I'm not going to be able to get to all of them. Um, let's see. Uh, what's the most power... Uh, Gravity-fed methanol. What's the most power gain? Uh, Gravity-fed methanol with a 
uh, 116th inlet, outlet, and fuel line. Oh, he's talking about a Makuni. That's why I don't run Makunis. Why is that? Especially Makuni on alcohol because it needs a fuel pump. If you're running gasoline, you fine, you know. The methanol needs like about double amount of uh, fuel is uh, gasoline, you know. So typically gravity fed isn't going to work for methanol. But for gas, you might be fine. So. Interesting. But he's trying to ask for uh, uh, jetting, you know, for whatever. But yeah, it, that it, would depend on your whole entire engine build. So we all go, what, what what's the engine? What size is it? What's all done? What cam you got? Or whatever. So, like this carburetor is specifically jetted just for this engine. If you put it on a milder engine, it will be a little bit too rich, most likely. You know. Uh, finish up on that billet beast. What what did you do with it besides obviously the intake and carb? Oh, the exhaust and man, it, it took me at least four months to do that hit. You know, but it looked like it came. That the, that's the good thing about it. It looked like it came that way from the factory. But if until you have another one, oh no, it's totally different. You know what I'm saying? What but, is your plan for that engine, Charles? What was what was the the platform that you were thinking about sticking that in? Well, you, you I build never it to really sell it or? build a big block for myself because they're too dangerous. Uh, the small blocks I build is already kind of too fast. Sure. But this one's going to be like silly fast where I'm thinking. You're going to be close to 60 horsepower with this thing? thing? Yeah, like 65, right? But and I how much torque? On, oh, torque will be around 45 pounds or yeah. somewhere, you know. But I, I don't plan on uh, racing it myself. I might cruise it up and down the street. Just to look good, that's about it. Maybe stick that in that new Jake bike, uh, Jake Mo bike. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan, you know. So I sent Jake uh, some pictures of it or whatever, and uh, he said uh, he could probably do something. So it end up looking real nice or whatever. So Charles, what do you got planned for the rest of the summer? Uh, there's an event, and it was it Barona. There was the it no, was no, similar. No, 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 that's that's what I was talking about. It was uh, I just told Evil Ed. What was that? That that was a. There was a, there was an event going Eagle on. Field? Yeah, Eagle Field. <clears throat> Eagle Field. Yeah, right? where, where's Eagle Field? It's the day after your reunion. Okay, so we're the thirteenth of Saturday. It's Sunday the fourteenth. It's on a Sunday. Where, yeah. Now where is that? It's a uh, Eagle Field is way up north, almost Fresno. Yeah. Oh no shit! You know? Fresno. Yeah, really. It takes yeah. about three and a half, four hours. And what's the big thing about it? This event. They're gonna allow mini bikes. Okay, well, how they? And yeah. they're gonna have a. They, we can be time. And they actually told me, it's better if the mini bikes are fast. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, because you know, you know, yeah. Because he don't want to see no bull start three and a half horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, he don't want to see yeah. that. <clears throat> well, then know? that could be right up your alley, and um, guys yeah, like, I was like solo what? and. Yeah. Well, maybe some guys from Detroit want to roll out for that too. They've been talking about that. Hey, look, it don't matter. I'm trying to make it. And I don't care if I'm the only one, so I'm, I got to make it. But I know I got to have a jockey, so I got to have somebody with me. Um, yeah. What else is new coming down the pike with you? You've been working on anything else that you can uh, share with us? Yeah, it's so much stuff. But uh, like you're, I, you're I, still I, doing the heads. A lot of guys. I've been dealing with a lot of guys in Florida, and they they might be watching. I don't know. But um, a lot of these dudes are big block. They just skipping over. Yeah, the whole small All block scene. The, well, it's a few guys with small. What are they doing though, Charles? They street racing. Yeah, they're Shit. doing pretty much the same stuff we doing, but they're a little bit more. See, Florida's a little easy. They they, like, yeah. they they advancing very fast. Well, they don't have any choice when they're stuffing in big blocks in <laughs> those bikes. 
instant. Yeah. Right? And we talking about at least 400 cc's and up. See, th- but know? down there, you guys ought to know down in Florida, Moroso's friendly. Moroso yeah. is somewhere near Fort Lauderdale. I don't even think they, they ain't doing nothing on the track. They should, this is though. Just straight street racing. And, and, and Moroso, check out Moroso Park. If you guys are big block racing on goddamn mini bikes, you need to go to Moroso Dragway. They love mini bikes. You can camp out there. In fact, we used to camp out there. It, it was like you stayed there for the weekend, man. Feed the alligators. It was it was yeah. great, man. It really was. Yeah. Um, check that out because you should be racing on the street with those. Or you shouldn't be racing on the street with those big block bikes. Yeah. Um, Charles, great. Thank you so much for um, for spending some time with us. We'll always look forward to getting you back here. Like I don't know if you guys had had a chance to see the uh, teaser. We've got this Joe's Mini Bike Show where we're going to be me and Ed going to be taking around uh, the microphone and visiting some cool spots. And we're going to be in your neck of the woods, I'm sure, at some point. Maybe we can get a little up close and personal of what goes on over there at the MDB headquarters. Yeah. yeah um, thanks for sharing some tips and tricks on the small blocks and the big blocks. If folks wanted to find out a little bit more, like they typically do, you just typically have them go out, uh, check you out on Facebook, or what's the easiest way to get a hold of you? Facebook is the simplest way. Because I don't like to give my number out, because then you just get random people asking about how do I take my governor out? You'd be like, oh, my goodness. You well, you said him straight the last time, I think, on the podcast yeah, about so that. so it's best they hit me up on Facebook. I can see if they're a newbie or not, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, my buddy, he even deals with a lot of that stock stuff. You know? um, my buddy, Harold. Okay. So uh, Harold, shout out to you. Maybe next time Charles around, we'll see you. Um, who's on the Charles uh, mini drag bike Mosley shit list? Lately, anybody? Has everybody been good? No, nah, not really. But you know, my buddy Mike from uh, Eastside Racing, he didn't went and bought him a Bill of Beast. So he's know? ready? He's ready to... Yeah, so now he's like, yeah, he didn't went and bought one too. I don't know how much he got it for, but he got a stock one though, mm. which is a good You know, I ain't worried about it. It's stock. Was that a little call out, Ed? Would, would... No, I would think so. It just it seemed like yeah. it. I've been racing them so. for years, but it always been handicapped. I always had a small block versus one of their big blocks, uh-huh. you know? I like the East Side guys, though. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. You turned me on to, was it Joe and his son? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, but Mike. Yeah, yeah. Mike, 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 Mike I haven't met Mike yet. go way back, man. He he, one of the, the best racers back in the day. But I ain't so. seen Mike out. Every time I'm out, I see Joe and his other son. Yeah, he don't get out too much, but he got a real nice bike from Shane. He got that bike JD used to have. Oh, really? Remember, it was Shane built it for JD. JD sold it to uh, Brian. P.T. Brian, right? Right. And then he bought it from Brian, right? Oh, okay. That Grave Digger bike. Oh, yeah. Really, really nice. Digger. Yeah. yeah. That bike was yeah. out there. It's really nice. Man. Yeah. I like the way that bike is designed. So I was telling, I said, well, the tire was a little bit further back. So I don't know. My brain will be all over the place. It's so a showstopper, though. Thing. You know, you can see that bike. With that. Yeah. yeah, you can see that bike causing a big crowd. I, I like yeah, that bike. Yeah, man. That thing is man well uh thanks for listening everybody to joe's mini bike reunion podcast i do have a couple other uh, notes the grom guys you know the our southern california grom riders and even the guys with the kawasaki's and even the ruckuses and the metrics uh bing uh bing's toys one they've got a ride up at uh, they call it Cachino chino it's this uh, weekend if you're into Groms on the SoCal scene, just go on Facebook or Instagram. It's Bing's Toys Number One. He's coordinating all that. Bing's such a cool guy. He actually helped us with the Groms that attended the show last year. I still ride my Grom. I got my Suzuki Van Van out there. Looking to have some fun with that. Chopping my fender hopefully sometime 
this next year. I was trying to get it done in one day. Shout-outs to Alan Bryan, Richard White, uh, Leo Zachary. And uh, for those of you who I missed, we'll catch you the next time. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast. Uh, it's the 27th, I believe, our next podcast on Wednesday. And I'm not sure who we're going to have, Ed. Uh, either Dave maybe Dave. Uh, and I need to talk to you uh, about a couple other things, too. We've got to announce our Hall of Fame, which is upcoming at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion the 13th of October. More information on that on our Facebook page and on our website. We've been working on that. We're close to filming our first episode for Joe's Mini Bike Reunion show. And I've been thinking a little bit more about that, Ed. And uh, we've almost got we got more choices than we know what to do with, so it's going to be fun. Cool. Uh, look for Evil Ed on that. And if you get a chance to check out the teaser, thanks, E, for putting that together. E, what's happening with you? you got, you've got you been doing events almost every weekend. What are you up to this weekend or upcoming? Uh, he's going, he's, he's going, camping. <laughs> going camping. Oh, that's right. Vegas, yeah. And then i, I got to walk in uh, six weeks in San Diego. So, so you had a, a successful walk this past weekend again, huh, on the Scleroderma Outlook? Good. Folks want to find out more about that. How do they do that, E? Go to sclerowalk.org. Sclerowalk.org. Great site. Love you, Christine. All right, folks. Joe's Mini Bike Union Podcast brought to you by Pioneer and a slew of others. Thanks for watching. Oh, you know what we need to do? We need to give away our um, our prizes. Yep, yeah, we, we need to give away the cam. We yeah. give away GoPower. So, so what do we got here? We got the GoPower kit. In fact, here's it. It's a pipe. That's It's built just for those Coleman's. It's a air filter. And there's also a, a carb kit with different jets. Uh, it's somewhere in the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion stash. We're going to give that away. And we're going to give that away to Arlo Davis. And Arlo, we'll find out more about that ported piston question that you had. And Charles, I may have to hit you back. We're going to set you up, Arlo, with that. And then the uh, winner on the... Um, the camp? Yeah. In fact, I, I was getting them sent to me by Tim... And then I was sending them to whoever the winner was. I said, Tim, we're mailing this stuff out on this. How about I just send you the name? So, you, so whoever yeah. wins the can, Tim yeah. will send it out directly. And um, on that one, we're going to go with, um, let's see here. It was the... Uh, Arlo... Um, yeah, uh, Darren Bagwell. Darren Bagwell, congratulations. You won the small engine cam. Uh, it was the gravity feed methanol question. Uh, a camshaft will be sent out to you. I just need you to PM me your address, and we'll get that out to you. So congratulations, uh, Durand and Arlo Davis. Uh, look forward to talking to you guys next time on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast, 27th of June. See you next time, everybody. Bye. Show.